Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You found the Playmakers on CBS Sports Radio 1140. Oh, this is a good sign, Paul. This is a real good sign. Don't you feel it? Do you feel the journey going over the map, really getting exactly where we are? We got Westeros here, Essos here. We got the great waste there. And then there's Canada. Well, we have probably way more Canadians on our team than they do on theirs. Ours are better, right? <laughs> we had to trade for one of them. Well, we had to trade for several Two of, of them. them. Three of them. Four. Yep. Five. Mm-hmm. Listen, if your TV starts speaking French at you tonight, don't be surprised. I mean, it won't come from our announcers, obviously, but on NBCSN, if they start breaking into French, it'll just because there might be more French speakers watching this hockey game tonight between the Golden Knights and Canadians than any other hockey game in existence. Well, just all of Canada in general. They're, all of their hopes and dreams are pinned on top of, uh, of Montreal, and I'm sure some of them wish it was their squad, but this is how it has worked out. And... It's really an interesting blend and opportunity that this, um, I came in the Stanley Cup semifinal matchup has because you have the the newest franchise versus the most storied one, uh, the two most successful ones. If you want to go by points percentage, even though there's a little more history on one side than the other, there's obviously shared um, storylines, shared leadership. And straight up, it's been a long time since Montreal was in this position since 2010. I, I don't think when Halak went that kind of distance uh, for them in the Eastern Conference Finals. And so, you know, with names like Carey Price, who've never made it this far or, or played in that situation and, and Shea Weber. And it's, you know, a very old hat for us in many ways. You know, we're kind of we were just in that underdog mentality, but they're they are the true underdogs of the playoffs because nobody gave them a damn chance against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they stole everything in Game Seven. An incredibly gritty Canadians team mm-hmm. that have rattled off what is it seven straight wins now? I Something mean, just, like they that. just they just beat up Winnipeg and you know rolled through 
Toronto like, I won't say hot butter, they came back yep. against Toronto, but it showed you that they're willing to do the things that need to be done. Yeah. They're willing to get dirty. They're willing to create opportunities. They're willing to grind you out. But apparently they can take you down just without even thinking about it. And I think the thing for fans of the Golden Knights is, you know, yeah, we have some home ice advantage. That's a great thing or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. This team will steal our heart. They yeah. will steal it from us if we consider them too much of an underdog. Yes. And and if we don't really play our game as the Gold Knights. I think they were very served by that underdog mentality last round against the Colorado Avalanche, as most teams w- would be, because the pressure's not on you, and there, there's more than enough to go around at this stage uh, of the game. But, you know, this is a this is a Montreal team that has just kind of realized what they have in themselves. Let's not forget that they uh, had their own coaching change this earlier this year with Claude Julien being let go. And it's really been the infusion of, of Cole Caulfield, of uh, Code Cut Niemi and, and Carey Price putting on his playoff, you know, pads on that has changed because this is a team that's finished fourth in their division. You know, and the North Division it, it is said by many that is the weakest uh, uh, that in the league this year. And I, I have a hard time arguing with that. But they know how to get a lead and they know how to and they know how to shut you down. And a couple times in that early uh, series against Toronto, they did melt down a couple times where they get out to a lead. But then they'd figure out a way to end up on that win side of the column. And I think that's a, a lesson that the Golden Knights have recently kind of started to be able to rattle off and learn and, and to call upon their experience of of never being down, never being out and fighting their way back into games in which they're not necessarily playing to the strengths of their identity. But when you get to this stage, everybody's good at it. And we know that when it comes to playoff goaltending, it's a tougher puzzle for us to solve than others. And so you got to find ways to solve Carey Price and make that make him seem human. And if, if you're able to do that, you're going to have a really good chance in this series. Yeah, you look at the idea of T-Mobile being full tonight. For, I'm sure there are people literally starting to line up outside. Montreal for... literally has not played in anything close to that capacity this year either. Right. That's going to be a thing in these first couple games, too. I, I look at that with a kind of a double-edged sword, too, because, you know, well, it's going to be full. The place will be rocking. It'll be rowdy. Mm-hmm. For Montreal, the way they have played in the postseason didn't – I mean – if when it boils down to it, if you execute your game and play your game, you're going to win regardless of how many boos are being rained down on you, whether your anthem gets played first or second, right. because you look at this Canadians lineup and let's be honest, the last two teams that we have seen, Minnesota and Colorado for the Knights, and of course, you know, familiarity, we've played everybody mm-hmm. in the West, you know, eight seven, eight times this year. Mm-hmm. We knew the names by heart, but still there were superstars on both of these teams. I mean, you you know, Minnesota it's sensational play. Right. You know, 100%. from 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 Capersoff. Mm-hmm. and you know Colorado, you know they we struggle. We don't need to talk about right. it. Right, they struggle, but we know what they are. You look at the Canadians. I mean, really, we've you you mentioned the goalie, you mentioned Carey Price, mm-hmm. you mentioned Shea Weber. Mm-hmm. The rest of this team, these are just kind of grinder guys who play well together or figured out how to play well together. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I they believe in themselves, right? And and at this point in the season, and I go back to your original point just a couple of minutes ago, where if you've gotten this far, mm-hmm. there's a reason. It's not because you lucked into wins. It's not because you lucked into series and whoever your opponents were. Right. I mean, the first round matchup for the Canadians was supposed to be their toughest round matchup, mm-hmm. and it was. It was challenging for them. They had to push past Toronto, and they did. 
Yeah, they're down they, three to one in that series, though. They had to fight all the way right. back and, and then they, three straight. And then they roll into Winnipeg and they sweep the Jets, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, Connor Hellebuck, he's going to blow him out of the water, shut him down. Mm-hmm. To they a scored certain, five goals on him twice, and granted, right. a couple of those were empty netters, but still. But there's, but they know how to win, mm-hmm. just like the Knights. They figured out ways to win. These are two teams that are Against used- teams that they know. This is, a, but this is a factor because I'm not going to say that the Canadians playing in a full building for the first time in forever is going to be the end all be all, or the fact that you're playing against a team that you haven't seen before all, all season or, or a year and a half is the end all be all. But these little slivers matter because with all of the shared history and notes that you've had on the the likes of the Minnesota Wild and Colorado Avalanche and reciprocally for for the Canadians on the Leafs and the Jets and they had one team fewer to play you know they played though their their teams even more it puts a bigger emphasis on these first couple of games and getting off to a good start. And I know that's what was a a big buzz kind of phrase for us in the first round against Minnesota of getting off to a good start. And the Golden Knights really haven't done that as consistently in this playoff season. But against a team like Montreal, you do need to get off. You do need to get on that scoreboard first as best as you can, or at least not be deterred. And that's something that the Golden Knights have done super well. But, when you don't have that familiarity and you have as big of a on paper lopsided talent distribution, you need to pay that forward when you step on the ice and that puck is first dropped. You need to put it in the Canadian's mind exactly where they are, which is in the the submissive point of of uh, in this matchup to to play with pace, to play with physicality because they haven't seen a team like us before because they haven't seen any team outside of the Canadian division. And so, as great as as and as skillful as the Toronto Maple Leafs are, they don't have anything on our team because if they did, they would be in this position and we know that this roster, our roster for the Vegas Golden Knights has been constructed to to play to the strengths uh, to this roster, especially in playoff time. You can't let Tyler Toffoli get his magic going because he can get you a hat trick in two seconds and all of a sudden you don't even know where you are. You can't let them get belief in the Cole Caulfield. You cannot give him time and space to create on the half wall in the offensive zone because he's one of those guys who has a shot where it comes off the stick differently, where it's harder for goalies to read. We hear people talk about this with Matthews, with with Ovechkin, with McDavid to an extent. Caulfield is one of those gifted goal scorers, but he's also a smaller guy, which everybody likes to knock him for. But we're a bigger physical team, so if we take care of of the little things, which is what we were talking about with McKinnon last round, filtering them into areas where they're less likely to hurt you, less likely to gain confidence in themselves, and you play your game in the other end, or just play in their end entirely as much as possible, this... There's no chance they can keep up with our pace and our physicality. But if we let them, absolutely anybody can win. And the and if you put more more and more shots on Carey Price and he keeps swallowing them up and you don't beat him, the more it's going to put pressure on you to not make a mistake and potentially open you up for the one shot, one time they get all the way down, that could be the difference maker in tonight's game. You cannot put yourself in that position. This is one of those this is one of those matchups where again, so late in the season and you see in the NFL, the NFC AFC championships where, you know, the lines tend to be pretty tight, minus six, minus five kind of things. This is where you almost want to put blinders on and not look at the lines that are being put out by the books here in Las Vegas mm-hmm. because I think you're going to get caught in a major trap and you get, might get caught in a little bit of heartbreak, which is why I say they can steal our heart a little bit. Mm-hmm. This team 
can play a very good brand of hockey. And Montreal will come in here, and I think we'll surprise some people. Now, I could be completely wrong, mm-hmm. and we'll put up four goals against them in the first two periods, and we'll just laugh our way out of the building and just get ready for Wednesday. But the Canadians say the same things about their goalie. The Golden Knights say about our goalie. Yeah, because they're, they they're in the same echelon. They, they talk about Marc-Andre Fleury here, and and they talk about Carey Price the same way there, where they say everybody knows Price is the best in the league. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to any time we're invited on a Zoom call for the Vegas Golden Knights, they will say the same thing about Marc-Andre Fleury. And my team said the same thing about me when I was still playing college ball. The greatest goal in the world, at least the one that's on our team. But that is incredible belief that the that 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 the that the lines that are rotating in front of the only person that stays on the ice for 60 whole damn minutes mm-hmm. says those things about you. And that is something you cannot buy because there are other teams in this league that you know when they say something about their goaltending, it's a flat-out lie. Well, yeah, and most of the time it is. But Carey Price is the only guy that I know in the last, I don't know, my lifetime at the very least, that's won an MVP and a Vezina Trophy in the same year. Like, we're talking about, like, Justin Verlander winning the MVP and, and the Cy and how singularly successful that is. And the real thing that is missing from Price's resume is playoff success. He covers up for so much of the Canadians' dysfunction. The one thing about the Canadians is, is that a lot of times they make infuriating decisions. Their their rosters haven't been that strong, but because they've had somebody like Carey Price in their nets for so long, they might be down, but they're a quick, quick, you know, kind of retool, and all of a sudden they're back in the conversation, even though they don't score a lot of goals, because this is what truly wins hockey games. And this is the level in which you dissect where they are two guys that are in the same type of level. They're both going to be first ballot Hall of Famers that Flurry just happens to be from Quebec. Like these guys are both CCM pads for a year. Like they've run together for a very long time and, and have had very similar kind of respect levels given to them in this league. I'd say Price has a few more. Um, personal accolades than Marc-Andre Fleury does. But in many ways, this is kind of the ultimate showdown between these two and their legacies because they've always been around each other, but they've never really played each other at this stage or faced off against each other a lot in the playoffs. And so when we were, when we was leading up to the Super Bowl, we had a lot of conversations about Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and how winning over the other served either of their legacies. It's a very similar conversation when we're talking about these two guys as one of the leading talents in their generational goaltending class. And there's a lot, a lot of talent. And between these two, and this is 100% a motivational line that I would be using as a goaltender if I was facing off against somebody like that. I got to be one better. If he makes a good save, I got to make a good save. If he makes an unbelievable save, I have. it's this trading back and forth. And you're waiting to see who blinks first. And I don't know about you, as a, as a person, as an informed person, there is nothing better. Like, this is going to be an emotional roller coaster unlike we've seen before, just either if it's a close game or a high scoring game, because of that underlying narrative between these two goalies. Because they're very capable of winning a series all on their own. It's just that one has a little bit more support than the other right now. But it's straight up. Who's better today? Who can make one more save today? But you want to put yourself off on a, on a good note. 
on in the first period in this game in general because you are, quote-unquote, the best remaining team in the playoffs. Well, you better show it. It's going to be one of those series. Mm-hmm. Just has that feel. One game at a time. Has that feel to it. Mm-hmm. It's not the buzzy feel either. It's For me, it's not the buzzy not feel. Not butterflies, like, but like readiness in a way. But I almost, I get nervous about that sometimes too because I feel like maybe we're jumping to the conclusion that these games are, well, they'll be hard fought that will win. Right. Is it the unknown factor? I mean, because this year has been that kind of strangeness and that there isn't a lot of familiarity outside of, you know, maybe what you've caught on television or what mm-hmm. you may have read about Montreal and just about their path getting here and then the makeup and things like that, because, you know, there's a lot of intertwining stories between these two teams mm-hmm. you know, that lead back to the formation of the Golden Knights. but Which mean nothing to the actual gameplay well, itself. absolutely. But you look at just... As we roll into this, it feels like we are just, I don't know. I don't know if it's worry. I don't know if it's hope. I, I, don't, I can't quite put my finger on it. And I'm not sure if that's that same way for other fans, too, because the people that are going to go to the game tonight, they're going to be just geeked up. I mean, you know, it. They just, oh, yeah. they'll, be, they'll be jazzed. And the, the Canadians who happen to you know get into the building, who have tickets, so who you know happen to have their Red Habs jerseys, who will walk into the building, you know, they'll have a great time because it'll be, you know, hockey in Las Vegas. We haven't been in this position before. But is it, you know, it's it's got that, I don't know, I guess I'm trying to trying to put my finger on it because I, maybe it's the fact that we've been here before. Mm-hmm. And we and know. We expect to be here. And we know what's still in front of us. Mm-hmm. And the stupid Vegas Golden Knights Twitter guy who I love, he's he's great, she's great, whoever it is, at the end of the series fills in the little hockey puck Every mm-hmm. time there's a win mm-hmm. and you see those getting filled in. Right. And I think maybe that's my hesitancy more than anything else going into this. Realizing series. that we're only halfway there because we really truly are. You can, see what's, you can see what's in front of you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's it's tough considering we're just about to start game one too. like 24 hours from now. We'll feel very different. But because we've had a few days, which is a very foreign type of of of. Uh, just gift that we've had this season and considering how big of a nail biter it has been with the seven game series against Minnesota. And then each and every game that we played against Colorado, which was an unbelievable hockey game, almost to have that, that pause, it's an uncomfortable thing for us. I think that's, that's at least where mine is coming from. And that for all the, all the distance that we've traveled, it's still only halfway there. And this is, it gets harder and harder at every single stage. And you could put your absolute best foot forward, but so-and-so could get hurt or something else could happen. That's We're really in that point of no return where everybody knows that this team is good enough to win the cup. But we're seeing if it's the reality that we actually exist in. And it's it's a very uneasy place to be, especially against a team that, is such a workman's type personality in Montreal that has an all world goaltender that has some young talent that adds even another layer of unknown and uncertainty. Cause we haven't seen them this year, but we certainly have, ne- we've never seen them with these guys in this right. lineup. And so, and as I kind of brushed on earlier, I think it's harder for us as a fan base and then for, for the players themselves to not be in the underdog position, to be the one that everybody's taking aim at where all the pressure, where it should go your way, but you still have to go out there and, and do what's necessary to earn that. But you're expected to do that. 
And so the minute that anything goes away from what's expected, then the doubt creeps in from everybody else. And as a player and or whatever, you have to be able to go tunnel vision. That's why you pay these guys the big bucks to do. But you could, they could realistically play a great game each and every night and still find a way to lose. But that's playoff hockey. And so it's... It's tough being a fan when your team's this, this deep. I, I've never been in this. But the last time, the Wild, I went to like one game in 2003 when they made that playoff run where they went all the way to the Western Conference Finals before they got swept by Anaheim. And I went to one of those games against Vancouver. And I remember feeling how nervous I was as a fan. And while I'm not that engrossed here, you just you don't know when you're going to get back with like we talked about last week. And so... I don't know. Reality and the present moment aren't are aren't always a, a comfortable place to to exist in. But we'll look back on this, and every minute going forward, we'll wish that we're in this moment right now. So enjoy it while we're here, because it'll never happen again. Coming up in the next hour, we get you a keys to a Vegas Golden Knights victory. Stick around for that. That'll be about four twenty-five. If uh, you got to run off somewhere, up next, the NFL free agent pool. Not quite so much in the shallow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.